hello everybody and welcome back to the Your Daily Dose podcast. So I'm back. It's been almost two months and this is the long-awaited episode. I am so sorry that I kind of just took a hiatus for two months. Um, I kind of was just in kind of like a rut with all the schoolwork that we had and we had APs and finals and I was just not doing well mentally as well and I know that's not an excuse but I just didn't really know what to say for the podcast and I never want anything to come out forced but it is summer now and I am newly and freshly inspired after my almost two month break and I kind of just have this newfound like motivation and inspiration and I want to share that so I'm back and I have a plan this summer I'm working on a secret project for your daily dose hopefully it works out the way that I would like it to work out I want to start posting daily on the Instagram and, and I have a bunch of posts lined up and I also want to start recording and posting podcasts more frequently so I will be posting now on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because I do have the entire summer on my hands right now. I'm not doing any summer programs because I kind of got waitlisted from everyone that I applied to but that's okay. Um, it happens, but this is what I need to, like, I feel like this is why I got waitlisted, like, this is what I need to put my time and my energy into, which is what I am attempting to do right now, so we are going to just dive into your daily dose and make it the best that it can be, and that is the goal for this summer and, you know, for the rest of the years to come, because this truly is one of my biggest passions and I want to make it all that it can be, so that's why I'm here and that's why I am going to give you guys the best podcast episode I can give you. So today's topic, after like we do a little bit of a brief recap of where I've been, what I've been doing, how I've been feeling, and just, you know, like getting updated on everything going on, we are going to dive on into the topic, which is going to be about being present and what it really means. We're going to be talking about mindfulness and really the mind-body connection that exists in everyday life that we so often forget about and kind of just disregard. And so that is what we will be diving into today. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of a brief synopsis of today's episode and what I want to talk about. So like I said, starting off, I kind of just want to talk about where I've been, what I've been doing. Like I said, I had finals and APs, like the month of May was all AP exams. And then once we finished AP exams, I, right, yeah, I think we had APs the first week of May actually. And then I recorded the last episode we had. And then after May, like after AP exams, we just had a bunch of final tests and projects and finals. We actually had finals this year. And then right after finals, I had to go to HOSA ILC, which was so cool. It was the first, um, it was the first in-person conference that I've been to. Um, I think the whole state of New Jersey has been to, um, in almost two years, almost two years. 
and it was my first in-person conference like in my whole high school career and just seeing everyone come together and seeing everyone like preparing for their events and then lining up to compete in their events and like seeing their passion for healthcare and medicine and just seeing people like meeting others and getting to know each other and doing all the fun activities there and like personally the fun activities that I experienced with my own friends like staying in the hotel and studying until 3 a.m. and like exploring downtown Nashville because HOSA ILC was in Nashville this year and it was just so so incredible and we saw the national officers be elected for this upcoming year which was so cool um and I wasn't a voting delegate, but I can only imagine all the hard work that they had to put into running and then campaigning and then getting elected, and it must have been such a rewarding feeling, and I really do want to run for national office too, so, but we'll worry about that when the time comes, but just, it just seems like such a cool way to make an impact, and that's honestly all I want to do, it's where my passion lies, so that was really nice, like seeing the new board get elected, and then the award ceremony, seeing everyone win. I unfortunately didn't win, but that's okay. And that was something that I also had to deal with like after the event. Obviously, in life, you win some, you lose some. But obviously, when you do lose some, it hurts. It sucks, especially if you put in your best and your best wasn't good enough. It really does hurt. And it's just something that you have to learn because... There's always going to be situations in life where you will put in your best and sometimes that won't be what gets you to the top and that's okay too because then you reflect and you learn and you grow and the next time it comes around you do your best and you do it even better and then maybe the results will be different and sometimes things don't work out for a reason and we just need to believe in that and kind of just not let that one moment define us. So that took me like a week to recover from. So I did that, and then, yeah, it was just a great, great experience. Um, again, I can't recommend it enough. If any of you guys are wa- listening, watch, well, not watching, listening, and you are in high school, and if you have a HOSA chapter in your school and you're interested in medicine and healthcare, please, please, please join HOSA because it is such an amazing experience, such an amazing organization. It's not even an organization. It's basically a community of just people who are passionate about healthcare and want to make a difference and want to want to you know explore their passion. So definitely join. Hostility was great and just reminiscing back, like the nostalgia, kind of just makes my heart hurt because it was such a great experience. Um, but yeah, I'm so grateful we got to experience that. It was really a great way to end off the year and um, start summer off. So yeah, and then with the junior year being over, I am officially now a rising senior, so that is actually crazy. I cannot believe that I am a senior. It just feels so surreal, like growing up, you'd watch Disney Channel or Disney XD or like all these TV shows, and you'd see everyone like be in high school or be seniors, like the characters in the show. And you'd, and you'd be like, I remember I was like in second grade and I think, wow, that's going to be, it's going to take forever for me to get there. I'm never going to get there. And now I'm there and it's like, wow, where did the time go? And it's bittersweet because I'm excited for the year, for what is to come. But I'm really, really sad that I'm so old now. It's my last year of my K-12 to education. Um, I'm really scared for college apps. Really, really scared. 
uh, that's a whole other, I could get into, I, I could talk about that for, like, a whole other episode. But if you guys do want me to do, like, a whole college app episode, like, later on, obviously, when I fully experience the process, I would love to do that as well. But definitely this summer has so much on its plate for me and just concluding junior year. I like definitely worked really hard junior year and I'm proud of the work that I did. But I also feel like in some circum some ways like I didn't do everything I wanted to do. I didn't reach all the goals that I had set for myself. And I kinda just feel like, damn, maybe should I have done a little bit better? Like did I not work hard enough? Did I let myself down again? And I feel like that's something that I struggle with personally. Like, I have such high expectations for myself, and when I don't meet them, and sometimes it's my own fault when I don't meet them, like, it's because of my own mistakes and my own hindrances, I kind of just get so mad at myself, and that is what causes more anxiety and, you know, the depressive thoughts in my life. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people can relate to. Just not, not just the idea of, like, being perfect but kind of just having your own expectations for your own life and when you don't meet them it's kind of like what am I really worth if I don't you know even if I can't even make myself proud but I think it's really just like reflecting is such an important tool in the in that situation because obviously you can't go back into the past and change whatever you wish you could change you can never do that Um, But what you can do is you can look back and see, okay, did I do better than, like, the year before? And for me, that was a yes. I did way better in junior year in terms of my work ethic and my mindset than I did in sophomore year. And did did I do junior year the exact way I expected to do it? Was I perfect in everything I did? Did I accomplish every single goal I had for myself? No. But in reality... The goals that I had myself had for myself were so up there, and to achieve those goals, it takes more time than one year, you know? And just realizing, like, okay, maybe I had some unrealistic standards for myself, and it's okay that I didn't meet them, because I know I tried my very best, and yeah, I made a few mistakes here and there, but I'm reflecting now, and I'm going to learn from those mistakes, and now with this new year coming up ahead, senior year, I'm going to try to be even better and work even harder and essentially those small moments like taking it day by day month by month year by year and reflecting and learning and applying all that and growing is what truly allows you to live like that's those moments are what makes up your life and you get better over the course of time by, you know, attempting to be at least 1% better with every single day that passes by. And you can't do that without being mindful and without being present. That was a really good segue. I think I should get, like, a clap on the back for that. But, yeah, yeah, being present and being mindful is key when it comes to just understanding your capabilities and understanding where you are in life and being able to live a balanced life that allows you to take your stress and anxiety and whatever it is that's coming in your way that's causing you to be down about yourself and about life in general that's causing you to be or feel stuck in a way and take all of that and kind of use it kind of use your own 
you know, mental power and mindset to organize all your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and power through to continue to make the future better than the past. And you can't do that unless you're standing fully in the present and you're allowing yourself to view objectively what happened in the past and how you can better yourself objectively in the future. And it's so important that we do this mindfully from an objective standpoint because the minute that we put ourselves in it, then we're going to be living in the future or we're going to be living in the past. And that defeats the whole purpose. Because how many times have you or have has whoever's listening, I know I've done this multiple times, have you ever been stuck in the past? Like you keep reliving your mistakes over and over and over again that every single minute that you reli- you relive your mistakes and you reli- relive the past, you're wasting the present moment and you're wasting away your future and it's just a complete cycle of just dread um every single minute that we spend not in the present and we forget sometimes how crucial it is just to be mindful and to be present because it's such a it's such a a simple idea but it's so difficult to achieve And I think like one of the best ways to exemplify and speak of mindfulness and presence is in a book that I read. It's called Being Peace by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, And he is just such a talented individual and such an inspirational individual. And his books are so life-changing and kind of just make you realize what life is really about. So I'm just going to read like a page or two from that first and then... I'm just going to talk about that and just go on more about what mindfulness is and how you can implement it and just ways that I've seen it be really impactful in my life and in the lives of those around me. So I'm starting off chapter one. It's like the beginning of, his, of the book. And it begins with by saying, suffering is not enough. Life is filled with suffering, but it is also filled with many wonders, such as the blue sky, the sunshine, and the eyes of a baby. To suffer is not enough. We must also be in touch with the wonders of life. They are within us and all around us, everywhere, anytime. If we are not happy, if we are not peaceful, we can't share peace and happiness with others, even those we love, those who live under the same roof. If we are peaceful, if we are happy, we can smile and blossom like a flower, and everyone in our family, our entire society, will benefit from our peace. Do we need to make a special effort to enjoy the beauty of the blue sky? Do we have to practice to be able to enjoy it? No, we just enjoy it. Each second, each minute of our lives can be just like this. Wherever we are, anytime, we have the capacity to enjoy the sunshine, the presence of each other, even the sensation of our breathing. We don't need to go to China to enjoy the blue sky. We don't have to travel into the future to enjoy our breathing. We can be in touch with these things right now. It would be a pity if we were only aware of suffering. We are so busy, we hardly have time to look at the people we love, even in our own household, and to look at ourselves. Society is organized in a way that even when we have some leisure time, we don't know how to use it to get back in touch with ourselves. We have millions of ways to lose this precious time. We turn on the TV, we pick up the telephone, or start the car and go somewhere. We are not used to being with ourselves, and we act as if we don't like ourselves and are trying to escape from ourselves. 
Meditation is to be aware of what is going on in our bodies, in our feelings, in our minds, and in the world. Each day, 40,000 children die of hunger. The superpowers now have more than 50,000 nuclear warheads, enough to destroy our planet many times. Yet the sunrise is beautiful, and the rose that bloomed this morning along the wall is a miracle. Life is both dreadful and wonderful. To practice meditation is to be in touch with both aspects. Please do not think we must be solemn in order to meditate. In fact, to meditate well, we have to smile a lot. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I'm going to stop there for a minute, but I genuinely think that that, that little, like, excerpt that I just read is so, just, so beautiful, because we see our life, and we see it in such duality, you know, we see it as the good and the bad, you know, the past and the future, regrets and mistakes, and things we're happy and glad we did. You know, we never really look at it as something that is cumulative, and we never really realize that the good and the bad make it whole. You know, like he said in the book, life is both wonderful and dreadful. And that is, in essence, the beauty of life. And when you're present and when you're mindful, you really get to enjoy that beauty. The thing about mindfulness is that it's paying attention to the present moment, but it's also accepting it in a non-judgmental way. You can't judge your life when you're being present. You know, like if something happens, you can't get overly excited if it's really good, or you can't get super depressed if it's something bad, you know? Being mindful means taking things as they come, accepting them for what they are, and moving on, and using whatever you can from it to better your life. And you get to this level of mindfulness truly through meditation or yeah truly to meditate truly wait what <laughs> Th truly through meditation sorry like i didn't realize what i was saying right there but yeah truly through meditation can you really reach that level because meditation is it's a means to an end it's it's a it's basically the journey to the destination of mindfulness and it's a journey where you explore yourself. The thing about meditation is it's a way to train your mind. Because in daily life, on a day-to-day -day basis, our minds are always, always wandering from thought to thought, from, from being pulled every which way with our emotions, from the past to the future. It's ever-changing and it's ever-in-flux, you know? But meditation is what brings our mind to the middle ground. It's what brings it to its center, and it's what makes it tranquil and calm. And when you are truly living with a calm mindset, can that's really when you can enjoy the beauties of life. The way that Thich Nhat Hanh described it in his book of Being Peace, in the excerpt I just read. And the thing is, like, people think meditation is, you know, like, like he even said in the book, like, people think you have to be very solemn and serious, and, you know, a lot of people just think meditation is just sitting there and clearing your mind, and meditation can be that, if that's what works for you, obviously, go ahead and do that, for me, that's what helps, like, that's how I meditate, I just lay on the ground and sort through my thoughts and bring my mind to the center. But also meditation can just be like waking up in the morning and instead of going straight towards your phone to check social media, 
it can be walking over to your window, opening up the curtains, and then just noticing the world around you. And um, like if the sun is rising, just enjoying the sun as it rises. It can be just appreciating the the rain. If it's raining, the freshness that the rain brings. It can be just appreciating the birds chirping in the early morning. Um, or if you're super stressed about the future or you're feeling really guilty about the past and you kind of just feel overwhelmed and anxious, it's taking them it's taking a minute just to sit in your chair, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out, and realize that you have no control over the past, no control of the future, but what you do have control over is today, is you know, the twenty four hours that you are gifted with right now. So what are you gonna do next? to make the most out of the next hour, you know, taking it hour by hour. That's meditation right there. It can be truly just taking, you know, 20 minutes to sit and enjoy your meal instead of rushing and chomping it down, really just enjoying it each and every bite and chewing fully and appreciating the energy that you're deriving from the food. That's meditation. So honestly, meditation is nothing other than, you know, you being able to bring yourself back into in tune with yourself you know it's understanding who you are and understanding what works for you and being able to you know communicate with yourself and i feel like that's something that a lot of people lack because in the chaos of this world we always find an excuse like we don't have time to do that i don't have time to be present i have so much to do on, on my plate um, I have so much to worry about on my own, like, why would I sit and chew for 20 minutes, you know? But I feel like what we don't realize is that by doing these little things and devoting moments like this in our life to bettering ourselves and connecting with ourselves, that's what makes our life so much more efficient and better, you know? Like, living present, it changes the way you live. Um, neuroscience and medical studies have shown that Meditation, no matter what way you practice it, whether it be mindfulness meditation, as I was explaining, or like deep meditation where you sit for hours just clearing your mind, it changes the way that your brain works. And what it really does is that it improves your focus, um, especially areas of your brain that are associated with focus and attention. It really just kind of makes them stronger and makes them more active. And that allows you to be more efficient in your day-to-day -day life, whether it be at work or in school, whether it be with your friends or with family. Meditation has the power to improve your awareness in a given moment, which makes sense if you think about it. Because when you're present and when you are mindful, you can view life from a different perspective. You know, you're not viewing it from a clouded and chaotic mindset anymore you're viewing it from a very pure and um clarified mindset if that makes sense so that's essentially what i want to talk about i want like you know talking about the power of being mindful and being present and what it really truly means it doesn't just mean you know being here and now but being here now means, you know, accepting your life for what it is. It means understanding that everything happens for a reason. It means taking the day off because you need a self-care day. It means going for an hour walk just to appreciate nature. And it means 
sleeping in some days because you need the extra sleep or it means getting that bowl of ice cream because you just need to eat ice cream and just enjoy that ice cream and you need to watch a movie because you just need to take the time off you know really what being present and being mindful is is just living your life as it comes to you and being very intuitive and resilient in what you believe in and what you know is good for you and something else that i want to talk about from dichnathan's book in chapter one itself he has like a little mantra that he uses and it goes it's like a little poem that you can recite which i think is super beautiful and i will definitely be reciting this from time to time now but essentially it goes as so breathing in i calm my body breathing out i smile dwelling in the present moment i know this is a wonderful moment and i think that you know it's something so small you might not think much of it but those words have so much power like breathing in you can feel the calmness wash over your entire body and permeate every single cell and then as you breathe out like breathe out all the stress and the anxiety and all your intrusive thoughts and just smile and just smile at the beauty of life and beauty of your own existence and you know dwelling in the present moment understand that this is where you are right now this is where you're meant to be and understand that this moment whether it be good or bad it's a wonderful moment because you're able to be alive in it and you're able to enjoy it for what it is and i think that you know applying that can really bring so much more beauty to your life like awareness to your life because we go through life kind of just like just to get it over with you know but we never really fully experience life and i think mindfulness and presence is the key to being able to fully experience your own life and additionally like with mindfulness when you're like i mentioned before multiple times when you are present and when you are mindful that's when you can truly reflect objectively like i talked about in the beginning of the episode because that's when you can look at your life without any emotion without any um subjective thoughts and you can really see where you went wrong what where you can improve and how you can reflect on the past to make your future better and i feel like when you don't have that clarity that mindfulness brings you can't necessarily think that way because you're constantly going to be clouded and you're going to be living in a cycle of just blame and guilt and torment so mindfulness gives you that ability to reflect and to really take what you learn from your mistakes or just from life experiences and apply that in your life to grow and to be better and that really is what essentially life is about you know so that is the kind of biggest benefit i think you can get from being mindful and obviously from mindfulness and being present you will have like decreased depressive thoughts at least many have attested to that because you are living truly with more of a joyful in and objective mindset so a lot of the things that would cause you to have depressive thoughts are kind of being battled with this new mindfulness that you are developing in your daily life 
You'll also have increased emotional regulation. Like I mentioned, you won't really be overreactive or overwhelmed. You'll really have that stability and that calmness throughout your life. And because of that stability and calmness, you'll also have reduced anxiety and reduced stress because you're able to control what is happening in the present moment rather than living in the past or the future. You'll also have a better memory because when you are present and when you are living each and every moment for what it is, it sits better in your brain and you can have a better idea of what happens in your day-to-day -day life. You'll also have cognitive improvement because like I said, um, there have been many studies that have shown increases in brain health and parts of your brain being more activated and used in your day-to-day -day life when you do practice meditation. You'll have stronger relationships because like I mentioned before, when you are mindful and when you are present, you're really doing a lot of internal reflection and inner work. And when you do that, you're able to have really good relationship with the people around you. Um, something that I think is super important is that you can't be good with someone else in your life until you're good with yourself. And through you know mindfulness and reflections and practicing these habits that will really get you to connect with yourself you will be able to better connect with others because now you know what you want in your life you know who you are and you also know how to work with those around you and let's say that you do get into an argument with a loved one or something bad happens you're able to again be mindful of that argument and look at it from an objective non-judgmental perspective and really reflect on what went down and if you made any mistakes what you can do to improve it and you know how to resolve that argument so that's just one example You'll all, you will also be able to have better physical health because when you are mindful um, in your mind you will also need to be mindful with how you treat your body so automatically I think you'll just want to be able to give your body better food like healthier food whole foods vegetables fruits nutrients all that good stuff and you'll also like want to naturally move your body more and experience the mindfulness that comes with exercise as well because exercise really does help both mentally and physically you know so you'll also have better physical health and those are just some benefits i wanted to give you on being mindful and being present and overall just want to say that when it comes to being present it really just comes down to enjoying life for what it is there's really nothing more than that i know it's really hard to implement because it's so easy to get swept up in the storm that is our lives but finding the calm in the center of the storm is truly where the power lies and we all have that power within ourselves to find the calm in the chaos and it will take time it will take some practice but as long as you put your mind to it and as long as you actively try every single day to be a little bit better than who you were yesterday. As long as you move through life day by day, step by step, and you're being kind to yourself and those around you, you're living a present life. And little by little, the mindfulness will just be incorporated in as well. It's not something that will happen overnight, so don't expect it to happen overnight. But it is something that is worth you know, working for and fighting for. And it's not always going to be easy to be mindful because when you are mindful, you're putting in a little bit more energy towards not doing the normal human reaction. The normal human reaction would just be to overreact in a given situation, right? But being mindful is 
really you telling yourself to wait a minute before you react. Think about it thoroughly and then look at it from an objective perspective. And that's not easy to do, but it really is worth it because of all the benefits I mentioned and also just having that sense of peace in your life. So that is my all I have to say for today. That's my speech and that's my just explanation on what I know of mindfulness and what I've read and understood of it and how I like to implement it in my life. Um, I don't really, I don't think I fully went in on how to, how you can implement mindfulness in your life. I think that's very like personal the way you want to do it. Like I mentioned, I really just like to lay on the floor and just sort out all my thoughts. That's just how I personally get in tune with myself. But you can do it in any way, in any way, shape, or form, as long as throughout your day you're taking the time to be focused and aware of what is happening within you and around you and really reflecting on what that means in your life. That's all that it is. And you can do that again when you wake up in the morning or when you're going on a walk or even if you just take a minute in the middle of work or the middle of school and just center yourself close your eyes and center yourself that's being mindful even if you're in a conversation with others and you feel yourself getting distracted like bringing yourself back to the present moment back into the conversation that's being mindful like I mentioned with food like chewing your food properly and taking 20 minutes to eat your meal and understand the power of the food that's being accumulated within you and the energy that you're deriving from it that's being mindful so again mindfulness you can do it in every single thing that you do. It's not something that has to be done, like, seated in lotus pose for hours at a time. And it's not something that you have to be super wise and super powerful to do. It's something that you can do in your everyday life just to connect with your being and with your own sense of self. So that's all I have to say about that. And yeah. Before I end off the episode, I do want to end with our quote of the podcast segment. So today's quote is probably something that you have heard multiple times before, but just really understanding the real meaning of what this quote means. The quote is, if there is a will, there is a way. And I think that it's just so powerful because we hear it all the time, but it's something that we don't really understand probably or don't really think much of but just just think like the words like think about it like if there is a will there is a way if you really want to do something really badly and you really want to achieve it and it's something that you want to work towards and you have that will and you have that determination to do it you can do it there will it'll a way will be created because that is the power of just being human you have everything you need within you to achieve your goals and your dreams and what we talked about today with mindfulness and being present really does aid in you know carving out that way and finding your will for what you're passionate about and what you really truly believe in so yeah
Alright everyone, thank you so so much for tuning in to listen to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and got something useful and informative out of it. Um, If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to leave it down below in the comment section and make sure you come back for the next episode. I will be posting three times a week as much as I can until the end of summer or maybe even into the fall season as well just depending on how busy fall semester is at school and um just be sure to tune in to the your daily dose instagram where i will be posting daily quotes and photography of the beautiful nature that we live in for you know just additional mindfulness motivation inspiration and mental health advice and topics and yeah again just a huge thank you for taking your time to listen and i really hope you enjoyed it and i hope to see you again soon